Travis. Bacchus. And your boy Tony back at it again with another episode of DGEN's Win Championships. And we just want to really wish you a happy Honda days this holiday season. Tony, how could you do this? Do what? You know my... You know my family celebrates Toyota-thon. Oh my god. You know this is a prime podcast when we're making 2014 Tumblr jokes. This is the best podcast on the internet. I just dabbed for, uh... You just dab, you said? Yeah, I did. Because you're like 30 years old. Don't ever do that again. 27, dude. I was, I was around for... That's like 30. Day. Dabbing. Yeah, Something. no, that that is do like you kids 30. know about the dab? Squidward did it once in a parade. It was a big meme. Was quite the hoot. (laughs) We all thought it was lit AF. (laughs) Fam. (laughs) Yeet, you know what I mean? (laughs) Anyway. Football happened this week. Did it? Yeah. Uh, Thursday night, uh, we saw how fucking bad Taysom Hill is. Is poof. How really bad Taysom Hill is. Coming off of uh, getting a big contract extension, actually. Freaking yidge. Uh, This dude rolls out 19 for 41 with four picks. Honestly, not that bad. I mean, I yeah. They, I mean, that's my average like Madden lost. stat online. Hey, but, you uh, forgot about the two touchdowns and the QBR of forty four point two. Oh damn! Yeah, I didn't know QBRs went that low. Can <laughs> you hit a QBR of zero? Actually, um, there's like a, it's a weird formula and it has a weird bottom end. Yeah, I thought it had a weird bottom, like around thirty or forty. Yeah, because it has a weird the weird top end of like one was it like one fifty nine point one? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. In college, the highest QBR possible is like two thousand and something. Um, okay, so you can achieve. A zero. We're hitting power levels in Dragon Ball Z at that point. How do you achieve a zero, Bacchus? Please, I'm trying to find that out right now, dude. I, know, like, I don't the... think you can because I've seen bad performances that roll out in that thirty to forty range. List of NFL quarterbacks who have posted a passer rating of zero: Terry Bradshaw. Three times. <laughs> Three times? <laughs> he wasn't even trying. Isn't bro. this motherfucker in the Hall of Fame? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. Like you, I feel like you have to not try. Like, at all. Dude, you just gotta roll out every play and be like, yeet! Just fucking put that shit up. But anyway, uh, going back to that game, the Cowboys won, got a little bit back on track. Oh, okay, so... Uh, the offense did not look on track there. In that game. Here's how Here's how you get a, a zero QBR, just real okay, quick. Okay, okay, we're listening. A quarterback must have no touchdowns, complete no more than 30% of his pass attempts, average less than three yards per attempt, throw an interception on at least 9.5% of attempts, and attempt at least 10 passes. So if you attempt... Ten passes. And, and Terry Bradshaw did this three times. Yeah. If you attempt ten passes, throw no touchdowns, throw one pick, and complete three or less of your passes, uh, you will get a zero QBR. 
That is aggressively impressive. That is, yeah, like, I guess it was a different day, but, like, you do that shit now, and you're no longer a quarterback. 3-12 for 30 yards and two interceptions. December Uh, 13th, 1970. Tommy Thompson, perhaps the worst quarterback performance ever. Uh, Completions, two. Attempts, 12. Total yards, seven. Uh, okay, but um, so just this this is off the dome. Uh, but did did Falcons Brett Favre accomplish this feat? Ooh, that's a good question. Otto Graham did. Okay, wow. yeah, he played like with the fucking field goal uprights, five yards inbounds. Eli yeah, Manning did uh, it. Archie Manning did it. Joe Namath did it. Okay, yeah, no, these Harry, are all in the era of Terry quarterbacks really that were like, good who were actually shitty. Terry Bradshaw did it like a lot. Warren Moon did it twice. That's not that surprising. He ran a lot. Oh, Ryan Leaf. Not surprised. Oh, yeah. Um, Tim Hasselbeck? I guess Matt Hasselbeck's is brother? That, is that, yeah, is there a relation <laughs> there? I, I would imagine. Um, he played at a very similar time, like early 2000s. Uh, and yeah, Eli Manning did it. Rex Grossman did it. It does not appear that Atlanta Falcons Brett Favre ever did it. I thought he might have because I knew he had like something like no touchdowns and four picks in his total time on the Falcons. That's Atlanta pretty Falcons, good. Chris well, what probably did, it, did it? What probably did it was the um. He probably completed more than it, it might have been that, passes. or like he just didn't have enough attempts to even matter. He was a backup in his one year there. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, uh, what do we got for the rest of the week here? Uh, Bucks looked pretty good against the Falcons. Uh, for you fantasy owners who uh, dropped Leonard Fournette, that was a mistake because people like me picked him up uh, to replace Derrick Henry, and that has worked out tremendously. <laughs> yeah, Tony's got the sauce. I think... Two people before I had Leonard Fournette dropped him. Yeah. Yeah, was it like Dunn and someone else? Yeah, Dunn. I think it was Dunn and Gradius. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, And I picked him up. That sounds like exactly how that would work for Tony. Gradius, not stupid, just makes bad decisions. Uh, Well, dude makes like fucking three plays a week. Yeah. Just dropping and fucking... Scooting guys, but uh, wow, what other notable games do we got? Ooh, Chargers Bengals, one I was right about, and you guys were wrong. Uh, Justin Herbert wins the battle of the 2020 rookies, sort of. Uh, no, not sort of, outplayed him in every aspect of the game. Hey, hey, listen, Joe Burrow's a rookie this year, dude. No, he's right. not. He played more than um, half the season last year. He played three games. And listen, bro. I'm not. I'm not telling you right. No, he did not play three games. He played like nine. No, bro, he played like three games. No, Swear he didn't. He played like nine. Swear to God, I'm gonna find out. But oh keep my, going. do you want to bet the I'm, eight I'm cents you have right in your now. fucking bank account? Hey, don't fucking poor shame Ooh, me. All right, he played <laughs> ten games. <laughs> ten. Damn, oh, he, that's even more than I said. <laughs> did he really? Yeah. I do. Yeah, I thought he, he went down. Maybe I was no, thinking it, three it was late he in the tore. season he went out and he tore every single thing you can tear in your knee. Yeah, maybe I was thinking that because he tore three ligaments in his knee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sent him back in time. He tore yeah. so many things. 
Send him back uh, to the womb before you even have no, those like, things. Herbie, he's the dude. He's the guy from that draft that everybody's going to be like, I wish we had him. He's not that good. Even dude. when you look beyond stats and you just watch the way this guy throws a ball, you watch the passes he makes, it is incredible. Yeah, but he's not that good. Dude, he really is. He's a top five quarterback. I don't know if I Bro, can... you're high! Give me five quarterbacks can... better than Justin Herbert. Uh, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. Give you that. Give you that. Uh, Tom Brady, Aaron. I had, dude. I had him. I I'll was give ready. you another one. Patrick Mahomes. Tyler Murray, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I was Dak gonna Prescott. say Dak. Nope, yeah. not Dak. No, I'm standing by that. Not Dak. That's a fact. Yeah. No, nope, that's Prescott. If, that's a false if, statement. If you get if you get out of recency bias and like the past like couple, what do you mean recency? Like, recency since Justin Herbert's been in the league. No, he just means like no, the last I mean three four weeks. The last like. Yeah. No, I mean uh, since Justin Herbert's been in the league, uh, I'm uh, I'm starting an NFL team, and I get the option between Justin Herbert and Dak Prescott as my quarterback right now. I'm well, taking Justin Herbert. He's six Justin years Her- younger Justin than Herbert. Like, no, no. I'm, <laughs> yeah, so I'm no. I'm a I'm a one year head coach. I have a terminal illness, and I got one chance to do this. I'm taking Justin Herbert. Uh, I'm not taking Herbie fully loaded. Dude, I I feel like you're not watching him in the same way I am. Yeah, with fucking rose-colored glasses, dude. What I'm watching... No, dude, with... <laughs> have, this dude is creating passes that shouldn't exist. What I'm watching is a Chargers team lose games that they could win. And I don't care And that's not stats. coming down at all to Justin Tony, Herbert. I'm, Tony, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you something. Uh, this does not mean they're comparable quarterbacks in any sense of the word. The way you were talking about Justin Herbert right now is the same way people were talking about Johnny Manziel. Okay, before he played a fucking game in the NFL? That's the dumbest comparison I've ever heard in my life, Baggis. Alright, Johnny Manziel so, got to the NFL and sucked wieners. I, yeah, I agree, but like, Justin Herbert's a good QB. Uh, I think he's going to be one of the he's going to be one of the best in the years to come. Uh, I don't think he's top five right now. Going back, there's there's no way he isn't, dude. I look, I'm just not on the same page as you. The the thing that I value the most in a quarterback is uh, <clears throat> whether or not it's fair. Uh, just you know, like. Winning, winning close games matters a lot for if you're a quarterback. Like they lost by the by one score to the Vikings. They lost to the Broncos by fifteen. Like, okay, okay, all right. How did Dak Prescott fare against the Broncos? Or he didn't play okay. that game, did he? No. <laughs> uh-huh. But uh, still, um, it's like wins is one category. And quarterback play is not why the Chargers have lost. It has been mistakes, mainly in formation. They seem to fuck that up a lot. And their defense isn't that great. I don't know, dude. He's good, but he's not a top five quarterback. He's top five in quite a few statistics. Definitely had a Dak in a lot of those. What statistics is he top five in? 
Uh, he's top five in total yards. I believe he's top five in touchdowns. Um, we're we're not, you know, ESPN uh, commentators, so I don't have these on hand. I know he's <laughs> top five in passing yards. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and just being an overall fucking G. (laughs) Unmeasurable, but there. Um, yeah, I sure do. Like, I guess we'll just agree to disagree on this. Yeah. Us and Tony. He's... So he's four in yards. That's top five. I'm just I'm just telling you the numbers, dude. He's four in yards, two in completions, um, three in touchdowns. All of those numbers are less than five. Five. How very strange. Five in interceptions. I wasn't done yet. Uh, he's also. <clears throat> Okay, well, that, I mean, you know, I'll give him credit there. Oh, no, that's, sorry, that's rushing attempts. He's th- third in attempts. <clears throat> so, I mean, to be fair, uh, the yards list is is pretty much exactly consistent with the attempts list. Okay, and who throw the most <clears throat> amount of attempts? Good quarterbacks or bad quarterbacks? Uh, well, so it's Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Derek Carr, Kirk Cousins, Josh Allen, Matt Stafford, and then rounding out your top ten are Trevor Lawrence and Carson Wentz. So, um, fifty-fifty, shitty or good? That's a uh, <laughs> uh, that's Kirk the Cousins on low that key also top five and quite okay, a few statistics. Now you're just now you're just making uh, no. He's actually no. not top five in any statistic other than attempts. Or no, he's not even top five in attempts. He's top ten. No, he's top five. He's, yeah, he's number five. five. He is exactly number five. He is not top five in yards. He's six in yards. Um, he is. Six in tutters. He is sixth in yards. He is fifth in completion percentage. He is fifth in passing touchdowns. He is... Uh, I just read all those things. Fewest uh, interceptions for a QB with nine or more games played. He is second in passer rating. Don't make me argue about Kirk Cousins because he sucks. Okay? I'm just defending Justin <laughs> Herbert, okay? <laughs> I know, through Kirk Cousins, and don't do that because it's not fair because Kirk Cousins just I don't I don't know what Kirk Cousins is, but I don't think he's a good quarterback, but I don't know that he's not. I He's Kirk he Cousins is, is a Minnesota decent Vikings. quarterback who is poorly coached. I don't know. I think he has this thing where he super Super does not give a shit. He's got the Jay Cutler thing, uh, where he's just like, I will throw the football, um, and he's accurate enough that it works out most of the time. Uh, and also, Justin Jefferson, and Adam Thielen, probably the best like one-two punch 
of wide receivers in the NFL. Because Top they five have good sure. hands. Top five no, sure. dude, I find me a better one. Because I uh, now that I've said it, I can't think of one. CD and Amari are the next best. Evans and Godwin are pretty good. Yeah, well, it's definitely those three, though. Because CD Lamb on the Cowboys is the get you near the end zone. Coop is the tall guy that can go, go, go up and get the ball. The Vikings, it's Jefferson's that get you near the end zone or get you in the end zone sometimes. And then when you're in the red zone, you find Thielen because he's six foot three uh, and a big boy. Uh, and then the same thing for the Bucks. If Godwin doesn't score and you're within 15 saying, yards. You're, you're finding ways to discredit my boy Herbie. And the facts just remain. Also, if I had to put, I would say you take those first three in any particular order and then probably slot it at a solid number four would be Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. Oh, easy. Yeah. Uh, Mike Williams is... Oh, and then D-Hop. He, he's, he's more of a, a touchdown hawk than he is a great receiver. But I'd almost put, if you want to give a duo, I'll give Eckler to you as a good duo to go with Keenan Allen for receivers. Yeah, but, but then you're counting running backs too. And then, but all those other teams stay in the conversation because the Bucks have Leonard Fournette, the Vikings may or may not have Dalvin Cook, the Cowboys. Also, have the Hawks got Donkey Kong and Tyler Lockett. <laughs> yeah, they're they're similar, except DK Metcalf with the ball in his hands, and no one is going to tackle him or catch him. Uh, has Buda Baker Buda Baker found out the hard way? He oh, yeah. You. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he catches you. You don't catch him. Uh, that was a meme there for a bit. It was a sweet meme, dude. Just because of the... It's just... It was just impressive. Like, it was... It really was, like... the most impressive things I've ever seen. We, I remember I was at your place. We were watching that game, and I was like, oh, that's that's gone. That's, that's fucking pick sixth. And then you just see DK out of the corner of the fucking... Screen. Forest gumping. <laughs> just a silverback griller just running down the sideline. Coming out of nowhere and getting him. The best part was like the Buda Baker interview where he's like, yeah, I looked up on the Jumbotron. I saw his big ass coming after me and I was like, shit, <laughs> shit, shit. Um, we haven't actually talked about any football yet. Um, So, <laughs> one game that is... Love it. Worth Love it. talking about uh, is the Patriots game. Yeah, and so even though the Patriots won, I find this win very troublesome for them moving forward. In that, so Mac Jones took a, a little tip from Tom Brady. This is something Tom Brady used to do. He's wearing a scuba suit to keep warm. But, you know, this is a kid who played high school football in Jacksonville played college football at Alabama, and he was showing he was so cold this game. He was yeah. so cold that Bill Belichick did not have the confidence to let him throw a football at all. And, yeah. you know, the defense and the running game bailed them out, but this is something the Pats are going to really have to struggle with moving forward at this point in the season. Yeah. Yeah, especially because they're – what, like two or one in the AFC, which means they're going to play home playoffs? With, the, with the Ravens now. loss and their win, the Pats are the number one seed, which means their home yeah. games are in New England, which uh, they're not doing well at. They're actually performing way better on the road. Yeah. 
be a good time to start dropping a couple, maybe. Uh. But uh, yeah, like you know, we're seeing we we saw maybe the crest of Mac Jones passing Jamar Chase for potentially Rookie of the Year, especially with the quarterback bias there. But if if he's not going to perform in the cold, he's going to have to play in the cold the rest of the season. Jaboy was two of three, so I don't know if that really makes an argument for Rookie of the Year just because he's on a team that's okay. No, so that's yeah. that, that's you're making the point. I am. Um, prior to this game, prior to this game, large, large Mac Jones game. had been playing extremely well, especially in the past five, six games during the patch win streak. But I'm saying the trouble uh, comes yeah. in that last game. It's a moot point now, kind of. Yeah, because if the rest of the season goes like that, then it's not exactly. And you know he's playing his home games in New England, and it's not going to get any warmer, Mac. Power move. Uh, New England just puts a dome on Gillette Stadium for Mac Jones. Dude, I don't. I I like Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick. You never know. <laughs> yeah, they like seriously. The the evil empire of football might just be like, listen, we know you psychotic uh, New England Patriots fans love standing there in the snow getting hammered, uh, but your quarterback Couldn't needs a dome. <laughs> like a. Uh, we all know Bill Belichick loves to win. And Robert Kraft, a billionaire who doesn't really care about his money, just wants to see the Pats win. That's his big thing. Yeah, he wants to see the Pats win and he wants to get rub and tugs in Florida. That's like it. That's <laughs> yeah, all he spends. Dude, his it's money so on. weird to me because, like, you know, that's fucking 80 bucks. That's low rent. <laughs> yeah. He's got, like, buy a person money. Like, so, I don't know. know. It's just so funny. Like, that buy story was so crazy money. because they were like, they showed the pictures and it's just like this strip mall. And it's like, that's just where normal dudes go to get rub and tugs. Yeah. <laughs> You're a billionaire, motherfucker. Yeah, I saw this. What's he uh, going to do? Hang out with this, Epstein? This talk the other day that was like. What'd you say? I said, what's he going to do? Hang out with Epstein? He's dead. Oh, yeah. So, like, <laughs> I saw this. I saw this talk the other day that was like. A lot of people don't seem to understand the difference between. A million dollar or like a millionaire and a billionaire. Uh, and then it was like a thousand dollars or like ten thousand dollars. A nice little stack of hundreds, right? <clears throat> a hundred hundreds. Uh, a million dollars. Ten thousand hundreds. So like, you know, not really that much money like volume wise. A billion dollars is like a few pallets of hundred dollar bills. No, it's, like, it's an a insane amount of money. Yeah. Yeah, like a few years ago, and I was like 2015 or 2016, the guy that owned Patron, the tequila company, he sold it for $5.1 billion. That point one is the biggest fucking point one that has ever fucking point one ever. That's $100 million. And it's just a decimal point. That's like, that's how rich that dude is. Ridiculous. Anyway, I digress. Football. <laughs> Shout yeah, we can eat the rich some other food. day. Yeah, no, I don't want to eat them. I just want them to like give me some money. <laughs> <laughs> Help me pay my phone bill, man. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'll fucking suck your dick for chicken sandwich. I swear to God. Uh, Shout out to the Houston Texans for being mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. First team, let's go. Woot woot. <laughs> okay, oh, dude, the Houston Texans are just historic. <laughs> they are. Yeah. 
like I don't know. We we clammed on the Lions for a while on that 016 and one watch, but honestly, yeah, but I like think that the Texans are a worse team than the Lions. Is it just seems like the Texans are just somehow sadder than the Lions, even they, though the they Lions really have like are. No hope. Like the Texans are even worse because like they had they had like a thing. Like they were working towards being a contender, and then no, so that's the thing is you look at you look at two years ago, this was a team that was up like what like twenty four to nothing on the Chiefs in the divisional round. It was like twenty eight three or no, it wasn't yeah. twenty eight three. It was like twenty eight to something though. And they they were fucking. I remember I was sending fucking memes to Manly about fucking Vietnam flashbacks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then it all fell apart, and then the team followed. And then, yeah, from that point forward, it was just, it was over. It started with the DeAndre Hopkins trade. Yeah. And then it moved forward with, uh, JJ. Robert Kraft at least, uh, went to massage parlors that were for that. Deshaun Watson did not. Yeah, no. Um, I mean, like, at that time, so, like, the JJ Watt thing, whatever, uh, but like the D Hop trade made no sense. That made no sense yeah. to anybody. Everyone saw yeah. that trade and was like, "What are the Texans doing?" Yeah, they're and throwing they got, away this team that was on the brink of a Super Bowl. They got nothing for it. Um. Yeah. I, all right. Biggest story of this past week: the Lions are no longer on the Ofer watch. Oh my god, dude. And every single man, woman, and child on this podcast, I'll let you figure out who's who, uh, called it. We called it. Let's see, I'll, I'll, I'll count everybody who called the Lions to win this game. There was Tony, one. There was Travis, two. And back is three, making up 100% of this podcast. <laughs> I called the Lions' first win of the season. And we might be the only three people on the planet that did so. We stand with Except you, Detroit. No, I've been for, saying I've been saying it all season. In fact, it was the exact references I used. I said yeah. the Vikings could go out, beat the Packers, and lose to the Lions. And what did the Vikings do? They went out, they beat the <laughs> Packers, they lost to the Lions. <laughs> they did it. <laughs> it it's just insane. nail biters, both of them. But like honestly, so. This game, I thought, like, the Lions were going to win all the way throughout, right? They're out playing the Vikings. And the Vikings come back, and they take the lead in the last couple minutes. And, you know, normally that's a, a death nail for this unfortunate Lions team. No, dude, I, I thought it all and then the way. I was like, Jared Goss got Jared fucking Brady <laughs> rolled out like he wasn't the worst quarterback in the league. And just started dropping dimes. Especially that that last pass. That last pass was one of the most impressive passes I've seen all season. Yeah. It was... I mean, I don't understand. I don't understand how you, like, move in the pocket and you, like, get that throw off with your dick just, like, kicking up turf pellets behind it while you're moving. Like, I don't Especially because it's, like, it's not even like it was in the last, like, you know... 30 seconds, like, no, this was the last play of the game. Like it was triple It was zero. this, like it was, it was touchdown, or the game ends. Yeah. And he fucking just nails it. Just a Zero seconds beat. on the board, no need for an extra point. 
Yeah. Nails it. Beautiful. Wish uh, they had stormed the field. Would have been great. Oh, God, yeah. That doesn't happen in the NFL. Yeah. We'll get fucking sniped. <laughs> <laughs> Roger Goodell will just be like, Execute order sixty six, and then Ford Field would just come. Yeah, except it's in a robotic voice because he's not a human. Yeah, him and Mark Zuckerberg were built in the same factory. <laughs> um, another one, maybe not too interesting, but uh, Gardner Minshew rolling out for the Eagles. Hell yeah, dude! Having a pretty good game actually, too. Twenty for yeah, twenty five with two tutters. I mean, granted, it was against the Jets, so you can't give it too much credit, but... I mean, the Jets show their scrappy... The mustache rides again. I don't know. I feel like there's no one on the planet who hates Gardner Minshew. You can't. The, the dude I'll just, get... like, he he's... The physical, like, perception of fun. Like, how could you hate... Unless you're Napoleon Dynamite, how could you hate Uncle Rico? <laughs> and like, I, it was just cool to see that happen. Um, the Colts fucking just smacked down the Texans. Jonathan Taylor putting up possibly MVP numbers. Throwing that seed in there. Not if they don't make the fucking playoffs. <laughs> um, I think they are. I think the Colts are one of the hottest teams in football. I think they're going to run away with that division. Yeah, especially with the Titans, uh, Sands, Derrick Henry. Um, you know there may be a point when uh, Jonathan Taylor's back gives out, and then if it's ever, if at any point it rides Jonathan Taylor the- goes down, the Colts are done. <laughs> yeah. But that has not happened to this point. If at any point it rides on the right arm of Carson Wentz, uh, it is over. You are fucked. And then uh, from that point, we see a lot of not too shocking things and then we see the former number one afc seed the ravens lose to the steelers which i think we all recognize this point is a bad team not the worst they're not like you know the lions or the jags or something but they're not good not not a team that a number one seed should be losing to they're seahawks bad yeah no that that, that's a really good comparison actually yeah i've been doing this podcast thing for a while dude <laughs> Professional, yeah, but basically, um, yeah, no, uh, they they are approximately Seahawks bad uh, as a measuring stick. Mm-hmm. They're not terrible, but I mean, like, it, I saw this happening. I guess in a way, like, I figured at some point the Steelers were gonna like beat a team that they shouldn't beat, just because that's how the NFL works sometimes. But like. I didn't think it was going to be the Ravens, well, just because, like, the you Ravens... You know what a lot of it is, is uh, Lamar Jackson is not playing that good recently. No, no, not at all. He had four picks last week. He had another one this week. Like, and honestly, this is a team that, that is really good, even outside of him. But they need him to be the next step, you know, to be in that upper echelon. I mean, I I think he's a really good quarterback no he, he, he definitely he is a good quarterback but like he he hasn't performed to the level that he could in the past couple weeks 
Yeah. And I mean, a, like, so... a bit concerning for this team. Like, Baggers, you're, you're saying he needs help, and I, I honestly feel like people just assume that, like... Granted, he doesn't have, like, DK Metcalf. He doesn't yeah. have Amari Cooper. He has Marquise Brown. He has Devin Duvernay. Mark Lawrence. Andrews is one of the best tight ends in the league. Yeah. And and that, yeah. Yeah. But uh, like, Marquise so, Brown is... uh. He's still good. He's, he's definitely a, he's, 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 he's still a, a wide receiver one. <laughs> Maybe he's not consistent. That's yeah. That's I'll my, give you that's that. his biggest problem. And um, they've had a lot of injuries this year that like is just truly unfortunate. Yeah, like, and I, I also I think, think that like actively trying to put my Texas Longhorns related bias aside. Um, I feel like more targets for Devin Duvernay would be a good thing for the Ravens because he's not like a he's like a Cole Beasley type dude. He's like he's a good route runner and he's got short hands. He's not a big dude. He's not a super fast dude. He's he's I mean he's a good kick returner. Like once he gets up to speed, he's pretty fast. But he's not like yeah, and lightning see, in a bottle. Yeah. So that's the thing is the Ravens need to kind of incorporate a lot more of that into their playbook because right now it seems like it's you hit the deep ball or Lamar Jackson has a 30-yard rush. Yeah, you you break a run uh, and then you take a shot at the end zone and it doesn't work and then you try and run it and sometimes, you know, you just keep moving down the field based off of your run game uh, and then sometimes you get stuffed and you have to punt. Like, that's essentially their whole offense. Yeah, and then uh, I guess we'll touch on this one lightly because, I don't know, it's not too consequential in the grand realm of things. Uh Seahawks bounce back. They beat the Niners at home. Um, Did you just watch that game? Oh, I watched uh, a lot of it, not all of it. Um, no. I don't remember Sunday, actually, at all. I have no idea what happened all day. Um, I know that I did watch football, but I don't remember any of it. As long as Jimmy G is the quarterback in San Francisco, they're not going to be that team. And even through the win... The Seahawks just got to recognize um, it's time for a rebuild. It's time to get what you absolutely can out of Russell Wilson after this year, which is probably two to three first-round draft picks from the Broncos. And you use those right, and you're right back into the mix of things. But the reality is Russell Wilson has two years left on his contract. You're not winning a Super Bowl in these years. And you got to trade him away and get what you can now, and just yeah. bite the bullet, go into that rebuild. And uh, shocker, at the end of those two years, he's not coming back to Seattle. Like, if they don't trade him, no, 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 he's not at all. He's he's leaving, um, and it's just a question of maybe Aaron Rodgers goes to the Broncos, plays there for a year or two. We'll say two years, and then Russell Wilson signs there, and you get nothing for him. So um, I read I read a story today that said uh, Russell Wilson is willing to tr- uh, waive his no trade clause for three teams. That is the Denver Broncos, who could definitely use him, the New Orleans Saints, and the New York Giants. The Giants? Yeah. I don't think the Giants are in that bad of a position. They just have a very bad quarterback. And they have. I don't even think it's that problem. Dude. Very I think the horrible is the coaching. Like Daniel Jones, he's not a great quarterback, 
but I think like even this season he showed like flashes that he could be like decent. Uh, and if you just had a good quarterback and like could stop yeah. Saquon from having to carry too much, you could limit yeah. his injuries, which is a very big problem facing that franchise right now with him. I I think they need to like clean house in their in their training facility because they have so many injuries every like for the last like two or three years they've had so many injuries and it mm-hmm. at some point it's like okay are these dudes all just made out of paper or is it like maybe if you had a better training staff and you had like better physical therapy dudes to bring people back from injury maybe things would be going better but yeah, yeah i do agree that if the 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 giants healthy with russell wilson is a pretty good football team um I don't think they're as good as the Broncos or the Saints with Russell Wilson. I think they're better than the Saints, but the Broncos, that's an elite team for him to go for. But like you said right before, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be the quarterback of that team next year. Yeah, unless he just decides to stay in Green Bay. If the Packers win a Super Bowl, he's staying in Green Bay 100%. But He might just fucking retire if they win a Super Bowl. Uh, but uh, last game I want to move into... Uh, Chiefs Broncos, not too exciting, but uh, I think we can all agree the Chiefs are back. They are the team we thought they were at the beginning of the season. They just got out to a rough start. Yeah, whatever. Fuck them. Yeah, I I agree. Fuck them. But uh, that the, these are facts, and this is where it stands. The Patriots uh, Pat- are the one seed right now. The Chiefs <clears throat> are the best team in the AFC. Patrick Holmes still didn't play great that game. I think. He's still having some issues. Uh, and then, you know, Tyreek Hill dropped three passes. Typical Tyreek Hill stuff, but... We'll, uh, we'll see moving forward. Yeah. Um, that is that is pretty fair. He completed, like, 51% of his passes and zero touchdowns to one interception, so... Yeah. He did not have a great game. That is that is true. But anyway, uh, let's, let's look ahead to next week. Yeah, sure. Um, the Cowboys are probably going to lose to the football team. Uh, I also kind of agree with that. Just a hunch. Uh, oh, man. Fuck. That's going to suck. Um, yeah. Uh, Steelers-Vikings. That actually might be an interesting one. Yeah. Yeah, I might, I might watch that. Um, <laughs> I feel like the Vikings should just win. Um, but I, I it's the Vikings, so they're if they win, they, they're going to win by one point. One could be a fun. tailspin after the after the loss to the Lions. I love saying that. Packers Bears. Uh, in the words of Aaron Rodgers, "I own you," and that is I what's going to happen there. Own you. <laughs> um, yeah. I always have. And then we got. Uh, we got Bills Rams Browns. Cardinals V two. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure if the Cards win this, they lock up uh, a playoff spot. I mean, eleven wins should be good enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, I'll just just noting with that. Let's uh lock. Let's have Backus hit us with our our last week records, and we'll move into picks. Okay. Yeah. Uh. I think everyone did pretty good. You know, me and Tony did the best. So, Travis, 
you went nine of five, bringing your overall record to 44, 49, and one. Uh, Mike Glennon, one, yeah, Mike, one Glennon. Mike Glennon. Okay. We don't want people I mean, to think it's, it's, a, it's a draw. <laughs> yeah, it's no uh, draw. It's Mike Glennon. Mikey G. Uh, me and Tony both went 11 and three. Tony, your record is now 50, 43, and a Mike Glennon. Ooh, baby. 56, 37, and a Mike Glennon. 56 and 37, dude? That's like dude, crazy. Bacchus is fucking betting guru. Autismo supreme, dude. No, dude, if there's any money on this, I guarantee I would go own like fucking 14 every week. <laughs> That's how she goes. Yeah, anyway, uh, uh, Travis, hit us with uh, next week's schedule. Okay, I'm going to try and not miss any games. Um, okay, you normally do, but I'll remind you. I'm going to, dude, I'm going to, I got this. Uh, Alright, so first up, some sweet Thursday night football action. Uh, Steelers, Vikings. Um, give me the wild card. I'm taking the Vikings. I, uh, I'm also going to take the Vikings. Fuck big men. Uh, I'm going to take the Vikings on principle because I hate the Steelers. However, Steelers are probably going to cover three and a half points because that's the spread. Uh, Ravens, Browns. I think the Ravens are in a tail slide right now. I'm taking the Browns. Dude, I think the Ravens get right. I'm taking the Ravens. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm going to take the Ravens because I have no faith in the Browns. No. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Jaguars, Titans. As bad as Ryan Tannehill is, he cannot lose to the Jags. Give me the Titans. Strong words. <laughs> dude, I think the opposite, dude. I think he's going to lose to the Jags. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be shocked. The dude's a fucking trash can. Uh, I'm going to take the Titans. The Jags are sad. Uh, Raiders, Chiefs. Uh, the Chiefs are back. The Raiders are falling apart like they should. Give me the Chiefs. Yes, yeah, the Chiefs. Chiefs. Jets, Saints. Kind of an interesting uh, one. I have literally zero faith in Taysom Hill. I am taking the Jets. Jets. <laughs> I'm rolling with Zach Wilson and the Jets. E. T. S. Jets. 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 All caps. Uh, Across uh, the board. So, uh, the football team and the Cowboys. Washington yeah. is one of the hottest teams in football. I'm going to take them. I want the Cowboys, like, there's two games every year that I want them to win more than anything. And it's the fucking games against Washington. I cannot bet against them. Yeah, I'm taking the Cowboys. I, I was never going to take the football team, even though I know. I know what's going to happen, but. Yeah. Um, Falcons, Panthers. Mm. Matchup of NFC South juggernauts. One I say. like Atlanta's offense to come out on top in this one. ATL. All day, baby. Let's go. Yeah, it's it's the Falcons. Cam Newton is bad. Um, 
the I'm Seahawks. Back. Uh, so we're all picking the Seahawks for the Seahawks. Yeah, Texans yeah, game. we don't need to cover that. Uh, <laughs> Broncos, Lions, the Broncos. We got the Lions one win last week. <laughs> yeah, it's over. We can't dude. keep riding it. The sun has set on the Detroit Lions. <laughs> yeah, but the Broncos are also sliding. Fuck you, give me the Broncos. Alright, I set you guys up so I can be alone. I'm taking the Lions. <laughs> Giants, Chargers. You already know. You already yeah. know I bet on Herbie. Herbie fully loaded, dude. Going on a road trip. Yeah, no, it's the Chargers. For sure. Uh, Niners coming to see Big Dick Joe in Cincinnati. Hmm. Hmm. I'm going to take the, the Niners in a close one. Big Dick Joe. Slinging that rock, dude. Bengals. Let's go. Uh, I think the Bengals are within sniffing distance of the playoffs, which means they're due for a skid. I'm taking the Niners. <laughs> um, mm, good game. Bills, Bucks. <clears throat> well, maybe good uh, game. Don't Brady know. is an absolute murderer of the Buffalo Bills. I'm taking the Bucks. Yeah. I'm taking the Bucks. No shot. Taking the Bills. Uh, hmm. The Packers. Yeah. The, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to say the, the Green Bay Packers, and uh, it just says property of Aaron Rodgers. I don't know what team they're playing. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> uh, yeah, Bears-Packers, Bagus. Uh, who are you picking? I'm so excited to hear. Oh, dude, it's the Packers. Oh, uh, wow. What a controversial take. You yeah, thought I was going to go with Justin Fields? No, dude, get the fuck out of here. The Packers are winning the fucking game. Uh, Rams-Cardinals, last one. I'm going to take the Cardinals to sweep the Rams on the season. I'll ride with that. Cards all the way. I'm going drama. Tied one seed. Cardinals drop this one to the Rams. Rams, get right. All right, and with that, we'll move into halftime. Someone's singing some fucking song. I got to pee harder than I've ever had to pee in my life, so see you <laughs> fuckers in a couple minutes. <laughs> Bye. Jingle bells, jingle bells. Did you die? Did you die? I'll give you that. It was not chambered and it was safety. But you did point a loaded gun at me. Yeah, dude. Barry does it to me did it to me all the time, dude. Sometimes loaded guns get pointed at you. That doesn't make it like chill, you know? (laughs) Like oh 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 my god. Oh my god. You guys want to talk about college football? You guys want to talk about gun safety? You didn't know this is the fucking NRA chat. No, dude, you're you're out here like (laughs) listen. Uh, so the, I got molested as a kid, so I molest kids. Like it happens. <laughs> I don't know if it's what? that same thing. <laughs> <That's>, no. <laughs> well, all.
all I'm saying is, you accidentally shoot Tony, that fucks up his life. You get your pee-pee touched when you're five, that fucks up your life. He he pointed that in my head. That wasn't going to fuck up my life. That yeah, was going to end my life. Tony's life. That fucks, up, that fucks up my life. That ends Tony's life. <laughs> you actively tried to cancel Tony's subscription to life, dude. That's not cool. Which would have worked out better for a lot of fat chicks in the long run, but... And we're back. All right, and we're moving into college football now. We have our final playoff, our, our set playoff for the season. Um, couple interesting games here. How do you guys think these are going to play out? Well, do you guys want to? You guys want to cover last week, like how we got here? Um, I think how we got here was inevitable, but we can cover it. I guess, yeah. I guess I guess how we got to the layout. I mean, Michigan and Cincinnati did their thing. Uh, so I'll say the biggest thing um, is Alabama ran Georgia, yeah. which I don't think anyone expected. I didn't. I I'll be the I first said to say a that while one. ago. Um, You'll be the first to say that. Um, our group messages uh, will say difference, Bacchus. UGA is inevitable. Quote Bacchus. Our group chat. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I said I'll be the first to say that I'm shocked that that happened. I said UGA is inevitable when they were up. I I, I I'm shocked. Yeah, Bex back, is happened. saying he didn't see the Bama thing yeah. coming. Okay, I thought he said uh, he yeah. saw that was inevitable. Dude, I'm gonna need you. To, I'm gonna need you to like pump the brakes on my on the Alabama hate because you're just hearing shit that's not there right now. No, I'm uh, just so ready to pounce on, on, on the on the on the hate. I, I just I can't wait for it. It it started in week two when you said that Alabama was in a rebuild, and I was just like, "That is <laughs> the dumbest shit I've ever heard Baggett say in his life." Let's not let's not dive into that because that gets ugly fast. But uh, yeah. So Cincinnati, Michigan did what they had to do. They won their football games. They won their conferences. They secured their spot in the playoff. The I will say, uh, Michigan won a lot more convincingly than I thought they would. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, but I, Iowa really I thought they would win. I didn't think it would be like that. Like, I thought maybe Iowa's going to score a touchdown, but like, I was like, "There's no way they compete with Michigan." I mean, we got to remember at one point Iowa was the number two team in the nation. Yeah, and then they their offense showed what it is. But yeah, uh, looking. But I, I'm really impressed in what I've seen out of these uh, Wolverines. Yeah, dude. Especially uh, their their def- their defensive end, uh, Aiden Hutchinson. I forget the other guy's name. Uh, he's not as good as Aiden Hutchinson, but like, dude's a fucking monster. Especially like th- this is a team that I have doubted all year, and have just been proven wrong, and have yeah. been glad to been proven wrong mm-hmm. because I do like Michigan, but I I never thought they were that team. I thought they'd lose Ohio State. Yeah. I thought this game was a chance that they could lose, and I'm, I'm glad to be wrong about it. I, I hope they do well in the playoff. Yeah, the the Georgia-Michigan matchup, uh, outside of like the games Alabama's played, I think this is the one that I'm most excited about in the playoffs, like in the in the history of the playoffs. It's well, the um, matchup. so this is Georgia's biggest challenge outside of Alabama. And they proved that Alabama um, 
that wasn't a challenge because Alabama was not challenged. I will say, to pat myself on the back, the week that Georgia played Kentucky, um, me and Bacchus were watching that game, and I was like, at some point, yeah, at some point, don't know when it is, but at some point, Georgia's defense is going to falter because it happens. Whether or not yeah. it cost them a game remains to be seen, uh, and it looks like this was the game that, that, that those things happened in, um, and it did, in fact, cost them the game, and well, also, it- their offense is not good enough to keep up if their defense isn't playing extremely well. Their, their offense under Stetson Bennett is not good enough. I think uh, JT Daniels playing like he like he like he shows he like can. I I can't remember if he's injured or not. What the issue is? Why he's not playing? I think Georgia's offense is better. I don't know how much better, but like I don't know. I think it could have been competitive. So I would say I, I love an underdog. I like Coach Harbaugh. I'm just I'm really rooting for Michigan to just yeah. come out on top of this whole thing. Yeah, uh, I don't think that's what's going to happen though. I think Georgia's going to bounce back. Uh, I think had Georgia not lost this game, with what Travis had said, this they would have shown up in the playoffs and lost. But I think losing in the SC championship uh, is going to let that team get right. And either, you know, one of two things is going to happen. It's a same same story either they're going to show up flat uh still being like damn we're like not number one we just got beat by alabama or they're gonna be like all right we took our lumps let's fucking go show out and they're gonna they're gonna win i don't know also as much as i wish that michigan wins this game i don't think they will yeah and i think the national championship is gonna be a rematch of the sec championship and I don't know who's going to win, honestly. So I don't think Georgia's going to get beat as hard as they did in the SEC championship. I think we're going to see a completely different game. But I think ultimately we're going to see a Georgia-Alabama championship. That's going to be close, and I can't give you a winner. Yeah, so that, that's what I was about to say, is that Georgia is now playing for the opportunity to undo what happened in the SEC mm. championship because that game does not fucking matter if they if they handle Michigan whatever kind of game it is ugly pretty blowout close game six overtimes doesn't matter if they beat Michigan uh 99% sure Cincinnati's going to lose to Alabama um I'll give it 100%. In fact, if you want to win free money um the line is only 14 and a half on Bama to win, and they're going to win by 40. Okay, yeah, sure, whatever. Regardless of that, um, nothing's ever 100% in sports. We got to throw our uh, betting in there, and I'll, I'll put that at 100%. It's, uh, now that Tony has said that, Cincinnati is going to win by 96 and a half points. I don't know how they're going to score half a point, but they're going to. <laughs> Dude, okay, uh, if, if I have that power, I'll say uh, Alabama loses all day long. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so Georgia is effectively playing for a chance to, to undo the SEC championship. Cause that game doesn't fucking matter if they won a national title. It's just, I mean, it essentially is the least consequential way of the two ways that that game plays out. It was the yeah. least consequential way for it to play out. It, it, it ended with 
Bama winning means both those teams make the playoff. Bama losing means Notre Dame makes the playoff. Exactly. Um, even though the selection committee said that uh, the coaching situations will matter, uh, it clearly did not because Notre Dame doesn't fucking have a head We coach lost a lot of drama, again. and let's be honest, everyone knows that there are honestly kind of two teams that could win a national championship, and it's Georgia and Alabama. I wouldn't discredit Michigan. No. Okay, yeah, so I would have prior to last week, but I would still say out of the three, they are the big underdog. So, like, the Alabama-Cincinnati game, cool because Cincinnati's there, irrelevant kind of outside of that. Um, I agree. Um, Alabama, the there, there is no game, chance Alabama loses to Cincinnati. The Alabama-Georgia game, or not Alabama-Georgia, Georgia-Michigan is the better of the two games by a lot. Yep. Um, and it's a find out who Michigan is, find out if Georgia bounced back from the Bama game or not. Um, yeah, I don't know. Exciting stuff, but, you know, it's a ways away. Yeah, no, like I said, like I would love to see Michigan win this game. I just I don't see it happening. Yeah, I don't know. But football this week, there's literally one game, and it's a shitty one. It's the three and eight Navy midshipmen facing off against the eight and three uh, Army. What the fuck ever's yeah. Knights? Uh, yeah. yeah, Golden Knights. Yeah, whatever. Uh, get ready for your over under on eighty four runs in this game. <laughs> um, I'm taking the over ten times out of ten. Literally just going to be well. The good the good thing about that though is it'll probably be a short game because they're going to run the ball every time, which means no incompletions, no stoppages of the clock. Yeah. Um. If you guys like, um, you know, getting a little bit of flashback to how 1930s football looked, uh, look to the Army Navy game because that's how it looks every single fucking year. <laughs> Correct. Just, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, that that is literally the it. only game happening this week. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> basically it for college football. I guess. Uh, do we want to take some picks on the playoff games? No, I think we'll yet. all have the same yeah. ones, but we'll save that. We'll save that for the week before the games. Yeah. Okay, I, I agree, because we're not going to have a lot to talk about in this segment. We'll pick the Army-Navy game, though. Go Navy, beat Army, dude. Okay, Locked yeah. Uh, we're all fucking diggits. We're going to take the Navy. <laughs> They're going to lose, but we're going to pick them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Navy's singing second, for sure, dude. All right, that's it. It's a wrap. Remember, live, laugh, love football. Yeah, uh, and Skyline Chili's an abomination. Welcome to Costco. I love you. Yeah, if you raise the price of the hot dogs, I'll fucking kill you. The Costco president literally fucking said that. Look it up. Goodbye. All right. Bye.